This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always scum. Rebel Scum. The Rebel Scum. Yo. What up? 282. 282, Brock. Oh my god. Do you remember when the we first started? 21st of September? Yeah. <laughs> When we first started, we never, we didn't, I don't think we introed the show. Like we just kind of went for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at some point you're like, we need to tell people what they're listening to and then yeah. watching. So let's go back to the old ways. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> uh, not too bad. Uh, I have a really good uh, Star Wars theory that my wife came up with, which I'll bring up once we're done the review, but it's a good one. Um, Mandalorian, right. great show. Like, we are at episode five because Liam's behind. No, no, I know we are on seven. Oh, so she has like, a theory that has already been either debunked or confirmed by the time no there's oh no, no way, okay okay there's okay. like no way this would happen but like it was good i was like yeah you're caught up though right like if i oh say yeah yeah oh, okay so spoil spoilers though for anyone who hasn't spoilers seen, who hasn't seen um what's it called the the show the mandalorian show spoilers if you haven't watched the <laughs> mandalorian show we need to well, I mean, you know, if you haven't seen up to episode seven and you tune in and we're like, guess what? My favorite character was killed by my favorite characters. It's like, <laughs> you know, you're going to get spoiled. So, I, yeah, I, I uh, you watched this way before I did. And you said you're going to like it. Yeah. And how did you like it? I loved it. I thought it was really good. I think, again, this season has just been building and building and building. And I think. Yeah, it's it. I don't know what we're in for necessarily next week. I feel like though, because this one was such a downer of an episode, next week is going to be like an uplifting episode. Like with what there'll be like one big knock, but I think overall it's going to be a very uplifting finale. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. I think because this was didn't this one this one had like Empire Strike Strikes Back vibes. Oh, like absolutely. Din, like Din's captured. Like everything is lost. So next week, I feel like the Ewoks are gonna swoop in and save everybody. <laughs> I, I love this episode. Praetorian guards got a shadow. Then they showed up and killed my main guy. So I realize this though, Brock. I have three. I actually have four, but I thought I only had three Funko Pops from the Mandalorian. Okay, <laughs> Mando riding a Blurg, right? Quill and Heavy. And yeah. so look, if Din dies next week, I. I have bad luck for Funko Pop buying yeah. the Mandalorian. I also have a Grief Cargo that I got on Five Dollar Friday. So uh, yeah, Grief, Grief, watch your back, watch your back. Grief, <laughs> good Grief. Um, this episode was solid to the point that I, I almost wish I had time to rewatch it before this. Uh, it was fantastic. Um, that as I mentioned before, I'm rewatching all the episodes with my wife, and it's just like the show is like perfect like the stories is great and it's just like watching this show after thinking about what we thought would happen after season two of mandalorian i've said this before we like we would be so wrong at all these things these theories we have like what's gonna happen with the black black saber are bo-katan and and din jaren gonna like face off and it's just like nobody at any point thought oh it's just all gonna work out so it's just like this episode could never exist, never. And it's like when you think about it, it's like the fans' fantasy. Like it's it's legit. It's like it feels like a level in a Star Wars game where like they're like, yeah, what do you want? Uh, yeah, you can fight all these robots, no problem. Like in the episode where they find the Beskar in the 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 Lambda cruiser that was supposed to bring grief to trial. We're like, oh no! There's, there's Mandalorians that have betrayed the creed, 
and are helping the bad guys. No, no. Muff Gideon just stole their idea and made his own stormtrooper armor. Like that's what we that that is what we assumed happened there. Yeah, I think so. I think the other thing though is is this is coming up a lot. Is the episode was called the spies, the spies. and we only saw one spy. <clears throat> so I think I, you know I think if you go online, there's a lot of speculation that the armor was a spy. There's a lot mm. of speculation that Axe Woves is a spy, and Axe is the one that I'm more online with because of first of all his character's sleazy, but yeah. also. He, remember, he wasn't in the, the last episode from season two, and they kept saying, well, there's a reason, there's a reason. Right, right. So that could make sense. I I don't like any... I, I don't know. I I want. I, I did a thing. I want Bo-Katan to be the spy. I want her to just be a complete <laughs> evil genius. Yeah. But you know, the, to be honest, like when the armor went with the injured to the ship, to me, that felt like a pig going to the slaughter. Like I was like, there was something definitely amiss about that whole sequence. I thought it was like directed very well that part portion of it and edited beautifully but like i i hope if there is a mandalorian spy i'm kind of hoping that we don't discover who that is mm-hmm. next week i kind of like just like imagine they don't suspect there's a spy we do because the title spies and then like next season or the season after is like that person ratted you out that would be kind of cool to me so i don't know i <laughs> I even have the carrot record. I, yeah, so I, that's where I am. I, I I don't know, but I'm with you. I think that was all Gideon in that ship, though. It had nothing to do with Mandos. Yeah, no, I, it's just it's just great because it's like again, Giancarlo Esposito is getting what two and like a, an episode and a half this season. I mean, I guess he was in a large chunk of this episode, but it's just like he is sort of our villain in this series, and it's just like. Here he is. Um, well, it, yeah, go ahead. No, that's been true for the whole series, though, right? Like, mm-hmm. he was barely, he was in, what, the last episode and a half of season one, and he showed up for whatever he showed up for yeah. in season two. And I personally, I think it's great, and I think people just, mm-hmm. I think the problem that people are having with it is their own mind games, that they're playing with themselves. Yeah, like, well, yeah. he's, he's the bad guy, but he hasn't been the bad guy. Yeah. He's been out there and, and name-dropped, but he hasn't been a, a, a villain this season like that hasn't the point of the villain hasn't been gideon it's been every it's been the mandalorians uniting and and yeah. jack black and lizzo yeah it's really though like this shadow council seeing this is like huge because it's sort of like we assume this is like the beginnings of the new or the the first order like yeah the, it, and it's wild too it, this is the thing i love about star wars is like they can pull off this idea of like you vanquish the villain but there's still bad guys out there that can really mess with your day. I mean, like the pirate nation <laughs> under um, oh gosh, what's the what was the pirate king's name? Not Gore 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 Gorian Shard. Yeah, like yeah. it's like uh, we watched that episode today. Yeah, and it's just like the pirate nation. Of course, it's like the like the galaxy is so huge that there's just like you could easily just be wiped off the map. <laughs> one second it's it's that's what i love about star wars so it's like this is so great like the shadow council and then yeah we get to see huck senior like that's yeah. great like oh and if you've read those books right that's a right brendel Hux plays a big part in the first order mm. and the recruitment for the first order so there's a lot there and, and they name drop thrawn yes I've heard, I've heard so here's my okay let's go into that for a second because i want to talk to you because the, yeah. people are like Thrawn's a bad guy. Moff Gideon's got to die. And I'm like, I don't want Moff Gideon to die and they just bring in Thrawn. Thrawn's going to be the bad guy of the Ahsoka show, or, Ahsoka show or a point to the Ahsoka show. You've got to think that the movie is going to lead to Thrawn. So why would... I don't know if it's a good idea for them to just rush to Thrawn right away. Like, get, I think yeah. Thrawn killing Gideon will work. Like, if he's like, you are, whatever. Like, whatever. But just rush... Like, killing Gideon just to rush to get to Thrawn just doesn't make sense to me. I, like the name drop, the name dropping and all that, that's, that makes sense. But just yeah. getting rid of one to bring in the other, I don't understand why. Yeah, it's just like, it's such a flex where it's just like Thrawn. Like, I can't wait till Reham watches that because she'll have no clue who that is. Like, like I, I, but like, it doesn't matter because like it sets up the idea of like, there's a new villain on the scene and they're waiting. They're putting all their cards on him. But it's just so good because it's like, 
he's coming. If you had any, well, I mean, yeah. after the Ahsoka trailer, there wasn't really a doubt. Uh, interesting. That's that timed out really well. That I that that well, and they announced after right. And Lars Mikkelsen is playing Thrawn, right? So, yeah, exactly. So like, it's perfect. It's <laughs> I, there was like he's like, yes, <laughs> this is happening, and this connects. Well, because you're watching it with Reham, who's never seen any of the animated stuff, and I'm watching it with mm. Aaron, who's never seen the animated stuff, and I keep people hearing people be like, "If you haven't seen the animated stuff, you don't know what's going on." And I'm like, I watch it weekly, and I refuse, I refuse to tell Aaron anything mm. that happens in the car because to her, the cartoon stuff just doesn't exist, and yeah, she does, does not care. Yeah. So, and she's never been confused about the stuff they've brought in because, like you said, Thrawn to us, we're like, oh, but to them, they're like, oh, there's another Imperial coming who must be a big wig. Like, they're doing it yeah. that way where if you have the backstory, like, if you know who Brendel Hux is, you appreciate that scene a little bit more than if you don't, but if you don't, it doesn't take away from what's going on there. He's yeah. just a, a big, bad Imperial who's in this meeting with other big, bad Imperials. Yeah, exactly. Like if you put put it together, <laughs> like we watched, like I said, the the pirate episode where where like they kept talking about uh, Gorian Shard's uh, ship as a Corsair cruiser, <laughs> and Reham's like Corsair, that's a type of sailing ship, and I'm like, yeah, like they consider these like even though they fly, like it's they this is a navy, they're sailors or whatever. They wouldn't say that, but you know, like it. It's like, she's like, that's really cool. I'm like, yeah, that's the beauty of the details of like just this, you know? Mm-hmm. Also, people can't come up with new words, so. <laughs> Star Wars never really had, like yeah. Star Wars words are either you go way out there with Jar Jar Binks or you're yeah. just like, calamari. Yeah, come on, <laughs> calamari. Like, yeah, it's like one or the other. I, I um, Pershing got a shout out. See, this is the thing with that Pershing episode where we cut yeah. to Pershing and Kane now has become like, a really intriguing villain in yep. this world because I still think she represents more than just one person. Like she's representing like 10,000 people around the galaxy. But you know what I mean? Just throwing numbers out there, but I love it. I, I, we got, first of all, we got a probe droid come back and who's not excited yeah. for a probe droid, but just as she's spying on them, she's become a great villain. She yep. aids Gideon and you see like the new Republic as great as they think they are. They're, they're not, they're, they're weak and I think they're going to get weaker and that's what's going to cause the, the, the first order to really take control and whatever capacity. I don't really understand what capacity the first order had, like what power yeah. they have when we get to the force awakens. I'm sure we'll figure that out, but it's making, it's making me like, go, Oh, okay. They, they had a lot of Achilles heels. There was more than just one. Yeah, it's like it's they're massing uh, their their armada or whatever, just you know, supplies so they can actually fight like against the New Republic. But it's just like we're like, how did anyone notice that? But then when you think about it in this series, like <laughs> Bo Katan is able to like liberate all the these like Imperial warships yeah. from Imperial warlords and then just put it somewhere. So it's just, it's just like stuff like that. The scale of the galaxy is just wild. Um, it is kind of just thinking about it, it's like uh Kane's scene with the probe droid is kind of similar to that of uh of oh god uh Stellan Skarsgard in uh Andor. Is that yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was his character name again? I completely blanked. Uh Lu Luthen. And he meets that Imperial spy. Or in like the dark alley. Yeah, or whatever. that was it's like, great it's scene. Like, it's so fun. Like it's just like it's the, that'll never end in Star Wars, right? There will be illicit dealings in back alleys forever. Between Andor and now this season of Bo- of both of it, of uh, Mando, we have gotten Coruscant so much. Yeah, and they keep finding new ways. And even Obi, well, no, Obi Wan, he went to this planet that looks like it. But like we, they keep finding new ways to make Coruscant look even more amazing than the last time and not like, and I'm not not necessarily spectacular, which it did in the Pershing episode. It looks spectacular. Like you're like, Oh, look at this planet. But this week was like blade runner and, or was like dark and gritty, like like, uh, 13, 13 looking. So Mm -hmm. I'm just loving that we're getting course on and you always know where you are. And they always find these ways to make it look different and intriguing. And let's just keep going there. 
Uh, well, uh, one thing Reham said that uh, when we were watching the pirate episode is like you see the scene where Grogu gets saved by by uh, Kellen. Um, uh, what is uh, Ahmed best Jedi care is like Kellen Beck Bella Becks. Anyways, that yeah, scene Keller where Beck. like Keller and Beck, thank you. He's getting saved and like you know he's getting he goes on the speeder and he's being chased by like uh clone clone whatever. It's getting shot at in Coruscant. And it's just like Reham's like, are they not concerned that those blasters are gonna hit like buildings that are everywhere? And I'm like, that's a really good point. I've never thought about that. That should make like they should have it like you can't fly anything with ammunition through the city because you could cause chaos but like where's the fun in that yeah i mean you take that away you take star wars away yeah exactly uh, although there were no like yeah i mean but uh it's a good point and now the show's flawed and yeah. Kid Fisto needs to come back yeah people are right this season of andor of mandalorian sucks it mm, does yeah. suck do you think coming up we're going to be getting um i guess we have never tell me the odds so i should probably tread lightly but i are we going to get blown away by cameos next week? I don't know. I mean, I don't think they have to. They have so many characters that, like, why introduce a new character? I mean, I, a cameo is always fun, but. I think we're getting uh, Fen Rao. Remember Fen Rao from Rebels? Yeah. Played by the actor who is now currently on Grey's Anatomy from Rome. Feel like we're. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he was in Rebels. He was a big part of Rebels. And... Is he the like mayor that had the fun hat? No, he was a Mandalorian who was with the Empire and then shifted gears and joined oh, yeah. the Rebels. I think he's coming. I think he he would make sense. We need. I think more Mandos would make sense, right? And um. Boba Fett, I feel like, because here, like Boba Fett, I think could come back because Rick from you has said that this season felt like a culmination of season one, two, and Book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which, which might have nothing to do with Boba Fett, it could have to do with where Mando's story was in the Book of Boba Fett, right? Like that could be the culmination of it all, right? Which it kind of has been so far, so we'll see. But I, I mean. It would make sense. Boba Fett's coming back in some capacity at some point. I don't know what way. Yeah. And then you have Ahsoka, who hasn't appeared this season, obviously. But her show's next. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so either, I mean, maybe we get a tease in the after the like post-credit tease of Ahsoka. Yeah. Maybe we don't get Ahsoka. But I, I got to think on some, maybe it's like a Book of Boba Fett style tease where it's like Ahsoka starts next in, in August and we get something. Because I feel like Ahsoka's coming some way somehow i'm just i just i don't know if she makes sense in the episode i haven't seen the episode so i can't speak to that but i feel like something ahsoka is coming mm, yeah no I, I i agree um hold on my headset's crazy right now uh dale's they're speculating in the yeah. chat oh well you should say Heidi just brought up this point that's been uh leaked i don't know if it hasn't it's not official but some leakers said that the last episode of The Mandalorian ends with Din Djarin getting beheaded and then Ragnar putting his... I'm just joking. 38-minute-long uh, finale. These episodes and, are not long enough. <laughs> I, okay, no, no. But honestly, though, has any of them... I, I think the first two did. But other than that, have any of them felt short, though? No. Like, like that's the thing. They, they, all, they all, like fit the what they they're all like as long as they need to be i feel they could do like five more episodes <laughs> like it's just like that like because this is the last episode next week it's like come on give us more or give well, us I, a new show immediately i don't disagree with any of that i yeah. just think that the episodes have been it hasn't been like rebels where it kind of was like oh man already you were done the yeah. fir- like i said the first two episodes to me felt like they just kind of stopped short but mm-hmm. I, I i mean i wish they would just make this year round just keep going man <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. stop go on. go all the way around 38 minutes though there's a lot you can a lot you like th- what episode was it was it this week's episode that was 30 like 40 minutes and it just uh, felt sure. there was one episode it might have been the best episode which might have been, i don't remember but it was um it never ended it was like 20 minutes and it just it just from start to finish you're like what just happened 
I don't even know what's going on. And it, it was definitely long enough. So, eh, we'll see. Who who knows? I got a fly buzzing around my face. <laughs> great. Um, but yeah, no, it was great. Uh, Grogu in an IG twelve exo suit, like yes, and yes. it talks. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes. No, I mean you know they're gonna like make that so it works more usefully for him. Like it's great. Uh, I. I was just like, yeah, this is awesome. I mean, that feels like a grab at, like, here's your toy, here's your Funko Pop, here's your, like, Halloween costume with your baby next year. Like, it's... Which, when people complain about that, that's what Star Wars is. Like mm-hmm. it or not, yep. George Lucas sold Star, kept Star Wars so he could keep the toy rights, and Boba Fett was nothing until he sold toys. So let's yeah, just... Yeah, no, absolutely. It needs to be reminded that... Uh, <laughs> That's what it's all about. When everybody starts complaining, you're like, yeah, no, it's always, always been about the toys. I watched uh, we saw um, the Mario movie, and in the credits, it's like Lucasfilm through Luke, or like uh, Skywalker Sound owned by Lucasfilm. It's like he makes so much money, or he did make so much money from all these things that didn't really have to do with Star Wars. They were just funded by it at some point. Like Kenner became a thing because of star wars action figures you know so it's like boom uh i loved it i think it's so great and it's just a new way to put this puppet in the in the action somehow it's uh amazing yeah i'm curious because the one thing this season though if you look at it because i i still believe that the din and grogu story kind of ended in season two like they're one journey another on another but Grogu's really taking like a backseat. He's always kind of had a backseat. And he hasn't really had anything to do this. Like there's been almost no purpose to Grogu this season. And I'm wondering if this suit is going to allow them to give him purpose going forward. Uh, I don't know. It's just sort of, I feel like this season is more about, I was thinking about when watching is like, the Mandalorian title doesn't necessarily mean Din Jaren anymore. It's like the Mandalorian in the galaxy. So it's like, what is that now? And it's about this group, right? It's not, it's no longer, no one's really trying to get Grogu to our knowledge. Um, so it's like, if now it's about like creating this union, like it's, I wish we could have spent more time with these Mandalorians that had been on the like surface of Mandalore with their their like fishing boat. Like that would have been interest a little bit more interesting. Like just sort of like, well, smash them together. Like I agree, I would love Boba Fett to show up in the last episode, but it's just like as much as like Bo Katan is collecting people, like it just seems like you need a couple more episodes to like. Yeah, like it can't just be like, oh, we're we're back at it again. Okay, let's go. Like, <laughs> but Heidi brought up a good point though. What's that? R five, R five, can get you anything you want in this series, right? Because of his connection to everything in Star yeah, Wars. Yeah. Like, so R five literally. I think I don't know if they'll play that card because they already did. But R5 is like your cop out, like, oh, R5 put out a signal. We got Boba Fett, we, Pelimoto, Boba Fett, Django Fett shows up. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's like, I think there's easy ways for them to do it. But again, I don't know if they will just because they already did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is R5 the droid that's with uh, Obi Wan, like in the Clone Wars? What was Obi Wan? No, R four. R four. I was just like, yeah. that can't be right. He was a, he was a rounded dome. It wasn't that square one. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, I love, it's just so beautiful. Like when I, we were watching the episode, it was the one where like Captain Teva, who was at the Blue Jays game this week, and I was like, yeah, baby. I was I, so happy. <laughs> I know. I was. I had a live stream with Heidi going on, and we were talking about Carson yeah. Teva. And you sent that picture of him. And we're like, what's going on? He's stalking you, Brock. He wants There's, to be on this show. I got excited because I'm like, this is the kind of closest thing to a Star Wars person from Canada. I'm sure that, I mean, Hayden Christensen is Canadian. But like, it's just sort of like he, like uh, Paul Hyun Sun Lee. I'm terrible at saying his last name. Like, 
he feels accessible to us as Canadians. Like you'll see him in Toronto. No, no problem. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I was saying like, uh, Oh God, I was talking about Captain Tevin. Anyway, I lost it. Doesn't matter. Uh, I love Star Wars. Thank you. He's coming back. He's coming back. And Grief oh, Karga. Yeah. And I think Grief Karga is because I think um, Carl Weathers said he was in more episodes than he's been in so far. I think he's in like five or four or five episodes, and he's only been in like not enough. I, I'm always down for more Grief Karga anyway. Yeah, you can't, absolutely. You can't get, I've actually, to be honest, I like him more this season than I have the previous two. Cause I love that he's high magistrate and like he's, I just, I, I kind of like this new characteristic yeah. of his. Uh, he has like Lando Calrissian vibes to an extent. And that's not because they're both of the same ethnicity, but it's just yeah. like that splendor. And they're like, I am good at what I do, but I also like to get the attention. Like I like to everyone yeah. to turn their head and look at me in the room. Like, it's great. It's just oh, so good. And he's, um, I think he's playing them very well too. Mm-hmm. It's in a, this series, this whole season is so rewatchable when you think about it. Like, even though I'm rewatching with Reham, I'm going to rehot the Reham rewatch. Uh, we'll probably, given the amount, if I have enough time, we'll watch it just back to back in one day. Try my best because I, I, I don't know if it's going to make life better. I'm just going to, this is great. This is a great show. Like, uh, yeah. So. Love it. Um, what else in that episode that we need to talk about? Oh, I mean, your favorite Mandalorian. R.I.P. Rest Rip. in power. Um, Paz Vizsla. <sighs> there was a part in the episode where I turned to Aaron and I said, are they going <laughs> to kill my guy? And she's like, I think they are. <laughs> and then it got to that moment and... Um, I was like, oh man, he's gonna get killed by Beskar troopers. And I I like the Beskar troopers a lot. I was yeah. like, I love stormtroopers. I'm like, I'm kind of liking these guys a lot. But I was like, if why like you're gonna kill him with Beskar troopers? This is not the way I want heavy to go. And then I was like, oh man, is he gonna survive? Because then because then I, I was I had this the seven stages of of loss, right? I was <laughs> I was at acceptance now, and I was accepting that he was gonna go. And then I'm like, wait, is he beating the Beskar troopers? Because I'm like, now it's just cheap. Like, no one in Sowers can die. <laughs> and and then the Praetorian Guards came out. I'm like, oh, here we go. And they looked amazing. They were lit amazing. They had a wicked weapons. They knocked, but he takes them on strong, and then he gets wiped out. And I have to say, as much as I love Heavy, and, I, you know, I would be fine with Heavy going on forever, my favorite character in Scream is also Randy, and Randy bites <laughs> bites it in, in the second Scream. And I think it's important for these characters to be off because it shows the weight, the gravity of the situation. It gives a realism. And there's a real threat out there. Like, because so far, and like all these Star Wars shows, I guess maybe not Andor, but yeah, maybe not Andor, but like you kind of got this sense, especially Obi-Wan, right? Where everybody got stabbed in Obi-Wan with a <laughs> lightsaber. I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, there's no threat out there. And so when a character like Heavy, who, you know, first season was whatever, and then Boba Fett to now is becoming like a fan favorite. I think it's a good thing to to get rid of him to show there's real danger out there. This character is if this character can go, anyone can go except for Grogu. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's a it's a bummer, but like I I don't yeah I don't I'm curious where this. I really wish I rewatched it. Like it's just I feel like there's so many details I missed. Um, well, but yeah. So yeah, here's the thing. I don't know where I fit, uh, sit with Bo-Katan yet, but I kind of feel like if she remains good, uh, she will probably take on Ragnar as like her foundling or whatever, because her and there was something with her and, and heavy, like they had, like she saved his life, <laughs> Ragnar's life. So her and heavy kind of had like that, a bond and i think she might <laughs> take that upon herself it's like it's like yeah they emotionally had their helmets look at each other and go this is the way <laughs> no, but uh, maybe he was like know. but he was like you saved my son i'm indebted to you and stuff too like, yeah 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 and he sacrificed himself to do said thing uh but like i think it's interesting uh 
I wish there'd be like three more episodes of them just collecting more Mandalorians and then a face off, but it's been done. So it's like, that's not exciting. And like, they have wowed us all season. Like, this is great. Um, can you think of what else, what else like what happened in this episode? Well, there's the, the inhabitants of Mandalore that they, yes. Found, right. And I like Mad Max. <laughs> Yeah, showing up. I was like, "This is awesome!" I am the Ayatollah of Iraq Rock and, and the roll. Like it's just I sort of like, awesome. it's just sort of like, wow, none of you remotely bothered going to Mandalore, like checking it out. Like maybe there's something here. It's like, <laughs> it's like they're done. It's like they were all like, they destroyed our home. We can never return. It's like, well, is it completely gone? <laughs> like so. It, it is well. Here's the the other thing going around, Brock, is that those inhabitants there were also spies from uh, from them because I mean they lead them right into that trap, right? That's true. That's true. Here we go. What are the odds? Oh no, I missed it. Here, what are the odds? We'll do a never tell me guys early today. What are the odds? John Favreau will play an older Ragnar in future projects. <laughs> uh, he will be playing Ragnar in the Daisy Ridley. <laughs> Star Wars sequel that's coming out. That's it's like, but like here's the thing. It's like we're vibing on like there's gonna be a new Mandalorian or Mandalorian like world order, but like where are they during the the events of you know the the sequels? Okay, I have I have thought about that, and I have I have a uh, mediocre answer for it. I do have an answer. Yeah. Okay. if you watch the Mandalorian, all the Imperial stuff going around is separate from Din and Bo, right? Right. Like they get connected because of Gideon, but it's very much separate. And I'm sure Thrawn, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. However, the events of the sequel trilogy are happening here, but the Mandalorian stuff, there might be something else that they're doing over here because it's so small, right? I mean, at the end, maybe they would have been called. I don't know. But. I just think that the events of it are so minuscule that they wouldn't coexist together. I mean, where are the Mandalorians mm. in the original trilogy yeah. too, right? So I think that's what it is. It's just like that story, they're just not a part of that story. Right, they, have their, okay. they have their own story going on over here. And because it was, you know, it wasn't like the entire galaxy was like Palpatine's back. They they might not even have known, right? So that is my crappy little answer to mm, that question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so solid, solid episode. Uh, just great. I loved it. I love the show. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Kevin McKidd is uh, Fen Rao, and he's the one from Rome. And he was Poseidon in the Percy Jackson films. Ah. Thank you, IMDb. <laughs> uh, here we go. Oh, so yeah. We have, <laughs> we have uh, Thrawn. Thrawn, if we see him in the finale, is going to rip into Gideon for his interpretation of Mandalorian culture and placing himself into customs. If we know one thing, history is everything to him. Ooh. Yes, Craig Brown saying, mm. like button, smash the like button. <laughs> uh, Craig is right. <laughs> <laughs> one thing's for sure. Hit the like button and don't forget to subscribe and uh, all the other fun stuff. I, this season... I don't know. I, I, I still can't figure out how people are hating on this season so much. Mm. There was an article in like the Hollywood Reporter or <clears throat> Time or something. It's like, why fans have turned on the Mandalorian. <laughs> and I'm just like, for, and then I heard people complain. They're like, I like season two the best. And I was like, season two is great. But there was a big but, and I do not lie. My, I remember when we were talking about season two, I was like, it got to a point. I'm like, every episode, they show up on a planet, they do a mission. Then they leave the planet. It was very repetitive. That yeah, season. it's the littlest hobo. Series. Yeah, I know, and that's what I said. I think with Heidi last week, I'm like, it's the littlest hobo, which is fine. But you've got to grow past that. Like, it's got yeah. to become something other than that. You did it for a se- like almost two seasons. I was getting tired of it towards the end. I still loved it. Don't get me wrong, but it was like, oh my gosh. And then Boba Fett was one big long story, and this one feels that way too. Mm. And I mean, they are more on the binging thing, on the binging style. But I just think, chill out. The story has to be told, and it's just not in your face like the first, uh, the second season. Yeah, no, it's like, 
No, you're right. It's sort of like the end of season two is the end of like that chapter of of Mando and Grogu. They're still together. It's just the end of that storyline of I need to rescue you. He literally brings him to somewhere safe. And that's the end of it. So it's like, I think you're right. Like, it's just like, it's a new era of the story. So it's like, it's going to take on a new, I like this. That would actually be nice if they did six seasons of this. And it was like two, two and two, just to give you like that nice balanced of yeah, whatever. Or maybe not even that, like do a half, do a half season in Ahsoka just because you can. <laughs> Apparently, season two of Ahsoka has not been greenlit because they have to see how ratings are going to go for that series and Skeleton Crew. Oh, you mean how all shows work? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, streaming's different. Like, if you remember, Mandalorian came out and they started production on oh, the I know. season. But yeah. I think, no, but the, the truth is, though, the ratings have, uh, for all the Star Wars shows, have been going like this. But mm-hmm. I don't know what that means because I don't know if they officially announced anything. But I think, honestly, I would like to see what the ratings are like post series if people are like because i my parents love the mandalorian they love they loved book of boba fett right i think they liked obi-wan i don't know if they've watched andor yet but th- they're not watching this season of mandalorian i was like why they're like ah we'll just wait till it's over and then they'll watch two episodes a night for yeah, like yeah. a week right yeah. and and that and when i binge that's how i binge too it's like two episodes two episodes like and you get it for an entire four or five days whatever it is and i, I would like to know what the numbers are in total for all these series if people if more people are doing that because book of boba fett and or t- to an extent and now this season they will work that way well mandalor or andor and or especially will work that way so i'm curious what it will it, what those ratings are because yeah. i can't see nobody like nobody watching mandalorian season three just yeah. because well he was oh he already gave Grogu to luke well there's more to the story no the second it. season come out during COVID or prior to COVID. During um, COVID right? during, it was during COVID. The first yeah. season, because if you remember, they did the behind the scenes and the first half of was like, everyone's yes. like, hey, look at us <sighs> breathing on each other's faces. Yeah. And the second half but it was, yeah, that was yeah. the second half that was season two. Yeah, you're right. It was like they, they finished shooting just as it was getting on going, getting serious. Heidi thinks the dark, the black saber, dark saber will be destroyed because it's actually tearing them apart instead of bringing them together. Also, Snoke has a black Cairo crystal ring. I like that idea. I just don't like it for this season because one, Snoke's not a thing yet, and they they made up this whole journey to give Bo-Katan the dark saber. Like next season. I like that, especially like the Kyber Crystal Ring. That's a good idea. Like, I don't, I don't think any like everyone's talking about like the Rebels cast. I don't think any of them in, will be in this outside of like here's a five second cameo like Wonder Woman and Shazam, which I ru- I ruined for my wife. <laughs> well, the trailer, the commercials apparently ruined that. They showed the yeah, right commercial, yeah. and the director was none too happy. Yeah, so have you like, seen Shazam 2? No, I want to, but I just you know you and everybody in, else. It's gonna be you in and... streaming in like two weeks or something like that. Uh was it May? I think it's May it's coming to oh, it's HBO gonna be May or Max or whatever it's called. Yeah, I heard Mario Brothers is gonna be streaming June 6th, is what <laughs> I heard from Mario Brothers. June and you know what's wrong with that movie is they didn't credit the DK Donkey Kong rap to the actual Yeah, composer. what up with that, Nintendo? Da, 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 what up da, da, with that? There's always then sue them. They have they, money. <laughs> they always they always do something. That movie, by the way, the Mario Brothers movie is a perfect movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's, so it's a perfect movie. I, it's the perfect movie. Perfect. Uh, oh, well, she's in Shazam 2 for seven minutes. These (laughs) spoilers for Shazam 2. Hey, thanks. I haven't seen it. (laughs) I everyone has seen it, it made such great. Apparently, it was good. Sunathron saying that Shazam 2 was good. People who've seen it it. seem to have liked it, but nobody's gone to see it, which is it's kind of mind boggling how poorly it did at the box office. Like, it it really makes no sense when you look at like Avatar and Mario, like, people want to go. Yeah. To the movies, just not to see Shazam. Apparently, I, I don't know. I watched Murder Mystery too. Speaking of Shazam, <laughs> and um, there's no way, there's no way it's better than Shazam too. There's just no way. 
I don't know. It's you'll never understand. I'm like you know, Blue Beetle. That trailer just came out. That looks fun. I don't know how it's gonna do because like, who cares about Blue Beetle? I do, and I will go see that movie. But like, I, I, yeah, that one curious too because that was originally gonna be for streaming. Then they decided to make it for theaters, so they upped the budget and everything, made it stronger. But now with the whole DC takeover and it's, none of these things make matter anymore, are people gonna go see it? I think the next trailer has to be like guardians of the galaxy good and then people will go see it but whatever i don't know people want to go to the movies they just don't want to see shazam for whatever reason sorry zachary levi stick to mrs Maisel. all right you want to go to the odds let's do it no intro never tell me the odds never tell me the odds. i like them odds i like those odds oh I never tell you that's brought to you by Patreon. Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. If you like what we do and you think we're great and you're just like, they they need some financial backing, then you should go down to Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast and help us out because we like doing this. We love talking Star Wars and we never want to stop. And the people that don't want us to stop are the following. Heidi Fighter, executive producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Rez, Scott D., Josh Price. Matt W., Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girl, Zero Two, Gleek, Player One, Disney, Desi Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Denners, and Dale Erdman. And Peaches, 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 Peaches. <laughs> Which could hypothetically be nominated for. <laughs> you know, I don't understand why everyone's making a big deal about that. Like, if you have a song in a movie, any song could be yeah. nominated for it. Like, that, it doesn't make any sense. It should be nominated because people, it's gone viral. It'll be dead. But like, by the time the Oscars come, everybody will forget about it. But it should get nominated. And Jack Black should sing all the songs that are nominated that year. All of them. Like, Beyonce did that one year. Thank you, Patreon, oh. for all of your support and every time of the odds. First odd, Mando will remove his helmet in the finale. If this isn't 100%, I can't see how we go a season without seeing Pedro Pascal's glorious Last of Us face. Yeah, I was thinking about, like, uh, Bo-Katan, or the armor telling Bo-Katan to take off her helmet was like, this is like Disney saying, okay, you... Pedro, you have to be in set this uh, this season. <laughs> so you have to show your face. So, um, I'm gonna go like 95. I think yeah. this is sort of the whole point. But Lazarus showed his face twice. Yep. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go 97.7321. And 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 I I it'll probably be like Gideon, like remove the helmet. Like it'll probably be like that. And he'll be like, what are you doing, Moff? My name's not Moff. It's Charles. <laughs> Charles. Uh, the next time, uh, the ghost crew will arrive. Zero percent. I already said it. I just, maybe, but I just sort of, just zero. I'm going to go full Brock only because of Ahsoka and Celebration and they revealed everybody. So I'm going to go full Brock. I don't know how you get them in or why. And it is, it does yeah. seem like a lot. Like, it seems like a lot for one episode, but yeah. I'm going to go full Brock because uh, Dave Filoni was, might also have been like, do it. Do. And is this the episode he directed coming up? Has he directed an episode yet? I can't remember. I don't even know who directed this one. I, I think this might know. be Rick Famuyiwa, though. I thought he did the last two, but it yes, it is. It is. I okay. remembered being like, watching that and being like, oh, killing it. Killing it. He's been he's been my favorite since the egg episode, which you know is my favorite episode of television. Yeah, yeah. In the history of television, it is my favorite episode of Mando. I don't know if like the the newest one might be, but the egg episode is just that was the one where I was like, this is the greatest show I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Uh, Sooner Thrawn saying seventy five percent for the helmets off and thirty five percent for the ghost crew. And our final odd: Din fights Praetorian guards. I'm going to go 0% on this as well. I don't think he's the hand-to-hand battler that we see. Like, he's... I feel like Din Djarin is a better pilot than anything else. And I think... I think, like, you have to play Jedi. I didn't say he's going to win. 
No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think Din dies in this season. And I, and I don't think there's any other outcome with him fighting the guard without him dying. Unless it's something like he starts fighting and that something stops that him and then he gets away. Shows up. Oh, the God, ghost. I would hate that. <laughs> it's like <laughs> in the middle of like, so he's about to get like taken out yeah. like heavy. And then all you hear is wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Chopper's like flies down. Hair pops off. her head out. It's like, come with me, Marty. We have to go back and save your parents. Like, grab me. Grab on. Let's go. We got to go back. Back to Mandalore. <laughs> oh, ja- I, I, okay. <laughs> I'm going to go. Look. 75%. 75.32. Here's the thing. I want more Praetorian guards. They oh, couldn't absolutely. have just been name dropped to kill heavy. Like they have to be in the finale because I said so. And I want more of them. So I'm going high on this one because mm. I want it. Uh and for my like 42% chance we see slave one Ooh, slave one showing up. That would be dope. Well, see, here's a, I have a new odd. There's a, another odd. There's like 12th odd today, Brock. Never tell me the odds yep. that I, I not necessarily they'll be in the episode, but there will be something to do with the Jack Black, Captain Bombardier, and Lizzo. <laughs> I don't remember what her name was. Those two characters, something of those characters will come into play in this final episode. Uh, I, I don't know might... what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you might be right because that's like, I mean why go to the true i mean you could have done anything it's just like you have her say like we will we will recognize you if you guys become a thing so like why not maybe not this season but definitely next season i don't know but yeah i think that i would highly speculate something would happen maybe if it is vaguely you know so 75 percent that was an odd, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh 73.12. Because yeah, and I still feel like the way these have been going, there's no uh nothing happens uh by accident. There's always a purpose for everything that we see. Right? And everything Star Wars we've got in this uh, all these Mandalorian episodes, Rebels, when something happens, when space whales happens, there's a purpose for those space whales. And everything comes to play. So we'll see Captain Bombardier, who sounds like a character from like droids or something. So you know why I'm all Sounds like he's a snowmobile. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. No news today. Oh, but we forgot. I forgot to tell you Reham's. Oh, yes. Yes. Mandalorian theory. So this could be it. So this is Reham's theorems or theorems. Theorems. Um, (laughs) The new segment. So we watched. We watched the pirate episode, as I've mentioned ad nauseum in this episode. And there's the one scene I forgot about that, like, the armor hangs out with Grogu and makes him, like, a a mud horn, whatever. Like, it looks like a shield, but he puts it on his chest, whatever, medallion. I mean, if he gets bigger, he might make it a thingy. (laughs) Shreem was like, oh, Ghost, this is how she got on the topic because, like, that entire episode, he just walks around. They're like, Come, Grogu. And then he's like, It's like, she was like, Why isn't he in his little, like, carriage, floating carriage thing? He's like, Oh, that could be his Mandalorian helmet in the future. And I'm like, But then he can't come out. And she's like, That's fine. (laughs) Like, just he's lit. The, the, The floating pram. Is a Mandalorian helmet at some point. It gets retrofitted to look like it. So like it closes up and it's got the slots so he can see out. <laughs> Which like, it kind of makes sense because it looks like Din's like helmet. I mean, they're gray, right? They're not really the same reflective. I'm like, that would be amazing. Like he doesn't get any bigger. He just stays in that pod and they like put some weapons on it. I'm like, he like goes full Mandalorian and he never comes out because it's his helmet. <laughs> I'm like I am in. <laughs> I the thing is, that feels like something that they would probably do on this series. Yep. Like yep. they'd be like, yep. just do it. Yeah, it's like right up the Favreau. Is are you married to John Favreau? <laughs> just strap those dark things he used in the one episode, and you're good, man. He's like, if you know DC Comics, he's like the little spaceship that follows around Booster Gold. Um, like sparks or something like that. I, I don't know. But it's just like it would be so perfect. He would be able to move faster and stuff like that. I don't know. Or 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 
They take the IG-12 and then his head gets removed and it's just that pram. So he has a full body. He can shoot and stuff. And he's inside the thing until he gets bigger. <laughs> you got, you got one last thought before we move on to top five. What are the odds Grogu needs the chest plate, the armor made for him at the beginning of the season? Uh, I mean, I feel like, yeah, it, I was thinking the same. It's like it's he's put it right. She's put it right on his chest. He's gonna get shot with something, and we're like, oh yeah, yes, exactly, exactly, Disney. You get out of my head. You get out of my head. I I hope he doesn't get shot like that. I, you know what? That's what that I, probably will happen. But that's one of the things that I don't. I'm sick of in movies now. It's like, oh, you shot me, but right in this giant stack of bills. What? <laughs> it's like, only two days away from retirement. <laughs> My lucky coin. Stop the bullet. Point blank. Damn. <laughs> I think there's a. I, I like the the helmet theory though. I'm gonna go 11 percent on. I was like, you're a genius. <laughs> it's so absurd, but like at the same point, like that's how this show idea. operates. Not though. a bad idea. <laughs> this show literally is like, what's the most absurd thing we can do? Do it. And then double down on it later. I mean, those funny little weird critters from so <laughs> Rides of Skywalker. <laughs> Put them back in. Same actor voices all of them. <laughs> but I thought they were retconning the sequels. Were they? <laughs> no, they never were. Or is right. that just like hypothetical clickbait? It's uh, hater. haters be hating. Mm. I, hated, I was thinking because someone called us out because we liked uh, the Mandalorian, and they said that uh, we were shills or something. And I was like, you know, well, we make significantly less money because we like it than if we didn't <laughs> like it. Because if we didn't like it, we would have like probably twenty thousand people in the chat right now. We're two dudes talking about Star I Wars. Like we're not getting paid Star anything. <laughs> we're not getting paid, and guess who else isn't getting paid anymore? Check the board. Kathleen Kennedy was just fired. I never ding, remember ding, which way. <laughs> I go like I go with my left hand. I, I know I have to point at my door that's over here to match what you're doing, but I always second guess myself. Oh, where'd that's I go? Great. Where'd I go? Look, look. <laughs> have you seen Evil Dead? I'll do anything to erase virtual backgrounds from this planet. I will go right. back in time, like Doc Brown, and eliminate that the person that created virtual backgrounds. The problem. The problem is, if I don't, I'm sitting on a futon right now. It's fine. I'm in a white abyss. Like, <laughs> yeah, but then I like I lean back, and you're like, ah, oh. don't lean back, don't lean back. I it's have to. I have to. My back. I was. I was like gardening all weekend. My back, because I'm old. <laughs> I have to have back support, and I tried to do like the double pillow, but it just doesn't work. Go to Rebel Scum Podcast, <laughs> Patreon.com/slash Rebel Scum Podcast, so we can get James a chair with back support. <laughs> I have a chair. The I'll be out of here by the end of the year. I've been saying that for 10 years. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. Top five. Boom, top five. Uh, hold on. I have to check what today's top five are. Top five favorite moments from episode seven. Oh, by the way, I was very nervous before we got to very nervous that the James Mangold Star Wars movie was never going to happen, which it probably still won't. Mm -hmm. But I was nervous it wasn't going to happen because he's also writing and directing Swamp Thing for DC. And it's like, come on. Like, does he have to do everything? But but apparently, according to Bespin Bulletin, uh, he will be working on Star Wars first. So Star Wars is the priority, then Swamp Thing. So I'm a little bit more not believing it, but maybe it will happen. Because I was just like, oh, he's doing Swamp Thing, and Swamp Thing's going to come out in, like next year probably. And mm. Star Wars is like, yeah, you know, like Taika Waititi, like, yeah, yeah, we're working on it. You know, it's like, are you? Are you? And Ryan Johnson's trilogy, I think, is officially dead without <laughs> them ever saying it. So, man, this Ray movie better be amazing. Top five moments from episode seven. Top five moments from episode seven. seven. What, hap what happened in episode seven? Oh, you know what was cool? When they dropped from the ship. <sighs> the Mandos dropped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was cool. That's my number five. When they dropped. <sighs> uh, my number five is going to be Beskar Troopers and um, Moff Gideon's armor because i'm always like like why does he wear that stuff and now we know he likes the idea of armor yeah his looked amazing too mm -hmm. black series here we come fifty dollars oh, yeah. for black series 
Uh, my number four is when the creature that's not the mythosaur came out of the gland. It was like, rawr, <laughs> rawr, rawr. The lighting in this room is impeccable. <laughs> Jaws, I got this at home. Uh, my number four is going to be uh, Shadow Council because it was just cool and I want more of that. Like, we could have spent more episodes on that alone. So, three for me is a Shadow Council that started in, I believe, Aftermath. Mm, and Brendel, yeah. Brendel Hux was all over the Phasma book. Um, I just, I like what they're doing. And the thing is, you know, I read those stupid books seven, eight years ago. And eight years yeah. ago, I read those stupid books. And they're like, The Journey to the Force Awakens. Yeah. And like a moron. I think Aaron bought me the first one. And I was like, what the hell am I reading? And then when it ended, I was like, this did not journey anywhere. And now eight years later, we're... I mean, Rise <laughs> of Sky, it felt like Rise of Skywalker. Like someone, like Chris Terrier or someone read the book. Was like, we need to do all this. And they're like, why? Because it's in the book. Like some of it felt like it. But now I'm glad that there's finally a payoff for the like $90 I spent on three books. So thank you yeah. very much, Favreau and Filoni, for doing that. <laughs> so my number three is a Shadow Council because there's a lot going on. That actually like leading to this movie yeah. and Ahsoka, I think the Shadow Council is, is a massive part of it all. Yeah. My number three still sort of with the Shadow Council, the like flex of dropping Thrawn into that conversation. I'm just like. Yeah, that by itself. They could have ended the conversation there. I'd be like, oh. Jaws and Back to the Future used to be the best rides at Universal. 100%. 100%. Now it's Rise uh, of the Rebellion. I know that's not Universal. <laughs> right? Yo, Back to the Future, though, was awesome. You went to a dinosaur's mouth in the mm. ride. It was awesome. Uh, I never saw Jaws because they were building it when I went there. And then when I went again, Jaws was now just part of the Universal tour. It wasn't even part of it. Mm. It's not even a ride. It was just part of the tour. Uh, E.T. was great, but they changed it, I think. They say E.T. <laughs> says your name at the end. He goes, ah, bye, yeah. James. <laughs> my number my number two is uh, Beskar Troopers and Moff Gideon's Beskar armor. Looks amazing. More sinister looking than Darth Vader. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Vader's been around for 40 plus years. This was cool, though. I would totally get a figure of this if I was a kid. Moff Gideon, I hope you don't die this week because you're just every time he appears, he's cooler and cooler, and I want more Gideon. And Giancarlo Esposito really seems to relish this role, and like, talk, <laughs> like, and he keeps talking about it, like he loves it. So let's let's leave him around. My number two is going to be uh, uh, Paz Vizsla's sacrifice slash Praetorian guards. Awesome scene, just great way to end it. It's just like, oh my gosh. And that's my number one because when you put all of my favorites into something, I am a sucker. <laughs> and I loved it. I thought they looked cool. I thought the death was amazing. I thought uh just like the moment when he's like kicking the crap out of all the best guard troopers, and then everything kind of stops and whoa, I like duel of the fates should have played there. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and they walk out. Anyway, that's my number one. My number one is <laughs> Is Grogu in IG-12 Exoskeleton? I'm like, yes. This is amazing. This is well, awesome. I, I didn't make my list because for some reason I thought that was the episode previous to this one. No, yeah, yeah. Where I was my head at. That's a great, beautiful touch. Beautiful yeah. touch. <laughs> so Absolutely. Stupid. Uh, amazing. A great episode. Well, one to go. Yeah, I it, it makes me sad because it's just like I we could do we could talk about this show for another ten episodes of you know their own episodes like I I miss I miss long series I do it's like I get it and I don't but anyways I do and I don't because I get bored of series pretty quickly so for me it, it, I here's how I would like it I, you know what I liked when HBO used to do they were they used to be like part two of the season which is the stupidest thing oh, yeah, ever yeah. It's like no just call it the next season yeah. that's what i like give me this like eight episodes now yeah. go on a hiatus well i guess they're doing that ahsoka is technically part two because i still i gotta bring this up i brought this up i think with heidi last week live the one one thing that's kind of been driving me nuts about star wars shows what are the shows we've gotten mandalorian obi-wan kenobi book of boba fett and or 
Ahsoka's coming next. Yeah. All of those shows are named after characters. Mm, yeah. And I think that's a mistake. I think Solo, calling the Solo movie Solo was a mistake. I think Star Wars is bigger than an individual character. Yeah, you need yeah, to stay yeah. away from that because now when you move away from Din or you put Din in in, in Boba Fett, it was like, well, whole show is this? It's not. This, it's 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 bigger. I mean, it's Star Wars. It's this big epic universe that we're following. So I think they need to. I think Skeleton Crew is a great idea. Like just stray away from character although that's the name of a group right probably so just stay stay away from character names and just call it whatever but i wouldn't yeah. call it like just stay away from making it so specific yeah, exactly no it's true the best that's how i work what via and the guards i don't i don't know which what part is that uh pat i think probably Vizla and the guards probably oh yeah 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 gotcha 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 yeah. cool yeah no i agree Right on. Well, James, it's been another episode. Of... It's an ambush. It's an ambush. It's a trick. It's a trap. It is. What a great episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 282 for us. 282. Wow. Let's see you get that far, John Favreau. Yeah. Suck it. He said he, he admits to watching uh, YouTube videos to see what people are doing. Oh, how really? think the show's going to go. So he has watched. So I'm going to get him to endorse this. Hey, this is John Favreau, and you're watching the Rebel Scum podcast <laughs> on YouTube. That's what, if we were a radio station, that's what it would be. We talk, you know when they always do those? They're like, yeah, yeah, morning. Hi. Yeah, uh, you're listening to what are you listening to? <laughs> Rebel Scum podcast. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. Brock, any last words? Uh, no, I love The Mandalorian. Okay, bye. One episode to go. Are we recording Wednesday night? Uh, one day, possibly. I work till like eight or eight thirty. So, Thursday, we'll Thursday, figure it out. definitely Thursday. All right, Thursday, we're back because there's a lot to unpack. I haven't seen it, but I'm already guessing there's a lot to unpack. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Kennedy got fired again. All right, Whoa. everybody. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, like the thing and whatever. Brock, you were always scum. Rebel scum. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.